so i mean it's kind of similar like we said earlier to the the big sick where uh well they didn't well the parents meet meeting thing yes that's a thing Mike and this is Steve and we don't know what we're doing as usual every week we pick a topic and then we try and tackle it and figure our way out through it and this week we are talking about how we don't know how to meet the parents that's right um kind of a common topic uh in movies and stuff um we were watching the big sick a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. over the Christmas break and uh, it kind of reminded us of, of how that situation was a little bit similar to the way that I met your mom and family. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of how we came up with the idea for this episode, because meeting the parents is always awkward and funny. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd gather um, our stories and uh, kind of give some tips, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's, you know, it's common theme in movies. Um, actually, some of the really funny movies, too. Meet the Parents, obviously, comes to mind. Yeah, that's like literally the title of the podcast right now. Yeah. Did you see that movie in theaters? I want to say yes. I think I did too, which is unusual because it's not my typical kind of movie. But it's for that kind of like Ben Stiller movie, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it spawned like a bunch of sequels. Yeah, two or three, I think, sequels. Which the second one, I think, was kind of funny too. Yeah, I actually think the second one might be funnier than the first one. Mm-hmm. Which the one with, with uh, Barbara Streisand as his uh, mom? What was the second one? Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Meet the Fockers. Exactly. Okay, cool. Oh, my God, the cat. Remember the, the cat that yeah. could flush the toilet? Yeah, it pooped in the toilet. No, it couldn't flush the toilet. It could only poop in the toilet, and they weren't supposed to flush oh, it. Yes. And then he flushed it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? The birdcage. Oh, is that a... Oh, that's right. That's the whole premise of the movie. So the birdcage <laughs> is about a guy who his dad is played by Robin Williams, uh, who plays a... A gay man who's in a relationship with the very flamboyant Nathan Lane in the movie. <laughs> and he's about to bring his girlfriend's parents over to meet each other for the first time. That's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. So that's a really funny movie, too. Mm-hmm. Like, again, these movies are, like, super over the top. But I, I think they touch upon the same kind of anxieties that are real to everybody. Mm-hmm. But you've got the make, parents. Yeah. Yeah. What about Father of the Bride? Mm, Steve Martin. Another one. Look Diane at you. Keaton. I love that movie, actually. That's probably like one of my top 10, 15 comedy movies, actually. That was a really good movie. Yeah. What do you think about the sequel? uh, The sequel was good, but not as good as the first. I feel like they really tried to milk that formula. Mm -hmm. It was still funny, but not. it didn't have like the charm of the first one. It felt a little more forced to me. Gotcha. Yeah. And then like kind of the opposite side of that, where it was like more serious or not serious, serious, but more like making you think. What about, um, have you seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? I have not seen that. But you know what it's about. Um, somebody's coming to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, supposed to guess who so it this is? is. This is a famous movie um, from the 60s, I think, um, uh, about a, a girl who brings her boyfriend to dinner to meet her parents for the first time, and he's black. Sidney Poitier? Yes. Ah, so, yes. So um, they won a bunch of Academy Awards and everything, so big movie, but 
Um, I don't know. I think all these movies kind of touch upon the anxieties that everybody feels. You know, you've got to make a good first impression. Mm-hmm. You don't want to mess it up because you either that's yeah you're like really into this girl or guy, and you know you want them to like you because it's gonna affect how they think about you for the rest of your life with this person. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a lot of pressure meeting meeting uh, families. It is yeah. Well, before we get to our story, um, why don't we talk to our friend Jeremy? <laughs> Do you know what we're going to talk about? Do you remember the story that he told us before? Yeah. Well, we asked on Facebook uh, for... Well, yeah, he told us before, but yeah. we also reiterated in Facebook. Yeah, and he reminded us of this story. So uh, <laughs> this one's pretty good. So sh- let's give him a call. Yeah. All right. Hello? Well, hello. Well, hello. Good evening. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Good. How are you guys? Good. Right. So we thought we would have you record this story for us. <laughs> yes. Because it made us laugh when we heard it the first time. <laughs> well, I'm glad someone laughed at it. It was not super funny when it happened, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you, just want me to, you just want me to go in and start on it? Yeah, go yeah. for it. All right, so Jason's right b- beside me, so if I screw up the story, I'm sure I'll, you'll hear background noise. <laughs> um, so before I recount the story... If uh, my in-laws ever listen to this, uh, I apologize. They're lovely people. <laughs> so uh, don't judge them based on this story. It's actually funny now, but um, so Jason and I have been together like 10 years, and I think we just got our first apartment apartment together. Mm-hmm. And uh, his parents were from the Midwest, but they were moving to Escondido, which is down by um, San Diego. Right. So they drove up, I think, to visit us, and they stayed at their apartment, and we kind of went all out. Like, at the time, I wasn't drinking coffee, or I didn't drink coffee, so we went up to a coffee maker, and I did all this stuff, and Jason had to work. So I spent, like, days with them um, while Jason was at work, and we were just hanging out. We had a really good time. Like, I thought we had a really fun, like, four-day visit, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it came time for them to leave, you know, they said their goodbyes and drove down to Escondido, which is, like, a probably, like, a seven-hour drive okay. for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like three and a half hours later, Jason and I are outside of our apartment. And I think we we're going somewhere to get some calls from his mom. And uh, I, I don't know the exact contents of the conversation. I just know what Jason relates to me. But the gist of the story was is that they were concerned for him. And <laughs> they wanted to know if he was being abused <laughs> or not. And uh, Jason assured them that they weren't. And they I don't know if they really believed him, but they offered to turn around right then and there, like somewhere on I-5, probably in the middle of like ranch country, and <laughs> drive back to San Jose to rescue him from an abusive situation. <laughs> I mean, and, that's sweet, uh, but hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's like sad and how hilarious it was, but <laughs> yeah, and we were trying to figure out like, for the life of us, we were trying to figure out like what it was that yeah. made them think that Jason was being abused. But I think like, if you know me and you guys obviously do, like I'm probably abrasive is a nice way to describe me. <laughs> um, so, um, and Jason and I have this bickering thing that we do back and forth all the time where we're constantly like, we sound like we're at each other's throats, but really we're just like having fun and being playful. We know it well. Um, yeah. But whatever it was, they obviously didn't take it that way because they thought that he was being emotionally abused. And <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it was weird because it, it took its toll on the like relationship for a little while. Cause you know, I, like 
even if Jason assured them that that wasn't the case, it would just be the thing that was on my mind all the time. Like, what am I doing that makes them think I'm being abused? But I mean, they're, they're really nice people, though. So, do you ever like address it with them <laughs> or joke about it with them? I never addressed it with them. I don't think. Um, I'm sure Jason had conversations with his mom about it. I was brought up at once, and it's kind of a secret that whenever we talked about, it, except for on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna publicly air it right now. Nice secrets revealed. Now everyone so. knows. <laughs> everyone knows. But like I said, like it, it was obviously a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. They're really really nice people. Yeah, they've been nothing but welcoming to me. So it was just like a time thing. But yeah. you know, I think also like especially moms are looking out for their little boys. Yeah. Little yeah. Well, like I said last week, we tell Jason the same thing every time we have dinner with you guys. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but, I mean, that's true. I, I am totally abusive now. Um, he does have a recorded proof of this now, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this is official court yeah. entry. Uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. You're not as abusive as Steve, though. Hey. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, thanks for sharing your story with us. Yeah. No problem. Hope it's uh, entertaining. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right, well, you guys have a good night. You too. Bye. All right, Jeremy. See ya. Bye. Bye. My God, what a story that is. Yeah. I can't even. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine, like, if your mom or dad had called me and be like, is he abusing you? Do you need us to take you away? Just the whole one. Yeah. Just (laughs) breathe breathe heavy twice. Yes, breathe heavy twice. (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we laugh about it now, but. That must have felt bad at the yeah. time. I feel for him. I'm so I'm glad that he can make it into a funny story now, mm-hmm. so many years later. They're so they're good together. Jason yeah. and Jeremy are really good together. Uh well, shall we get to the story of how I met your family? I guess we can go into that. I mean, what else are we gonna talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I never know what I'm doing. Well, I guess it was right before we had just started dating, I think. Yeah, well, I think at this point we were like kind of dating. It wasn't like 100% serious yet, or mm. I don't know how that goes. Yeah, I don't yeah, know either. Back in 2009. You and were laid off from Capitol. Yeah, so I, I had just gotten of, laid off. You had just done the Michael Jackson tickets. Oh, yeah, I had done, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the last concert. Yeah. You had just finished it, and I was like, hey, you want to go to <laughs> Denver? Yeah, which was super random. Yeah, that's where my, my family is, or right. my mom is in Denver. Right. And uh, we were just It was a Monday night. Visit. A Monday night, you were like, hey, let's go to Denver. And I was like, well, I don't have a job, so okay. <laughs> and I remember I got uh, tickets for us to stay at Excalibur. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, a hotel room, and it was super cheap. Yeah, and, they and we like left that night. Yeah. It wasn't even like, hey, what do you want to do tomorrow? Like We left Monday night and drove. So we drove to Vegas first from L.A., <laughs> At like eight o'clock at night, and stayed at Excalibur. So it's your favorite Camelot. Um, yeah, <laughs> we stayed over the HVAC, and it was all shaky. Oh my god, that hotel is such a mess. <laughs> we were only there for like four hours. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, we drove to uh from Vegas to Denver the next morning, and you made me stop at Dairy Queen. That was on the way back. No, it was on the way there because I remember I had to cross the highway and drive back a few miles. Somewhere in the middle of Utah. For the steak finger basket? Yes, for the steak finger Yummy. basket at Dairy Queen. Love steak finger yeah. basket. So anyways, we uh, <laughs> we drove through all the way, and then we got to Denver super late, and your mom and your stepdad were already asleep, mm-hmm. but your sister was awake. Yeah. And she, she let, let us, us in. in, and so we hung out with her for, I don't know, a little bit, but then we crashed. And the next day, we were going to Elitch Gardens, right? Lakeside. 
We're going to go to Lakeside. Lakeside. Yeah. Okay. So the next day, I think your mom and stepdad had gone to work before we even got up, really. Because I don't remember meeting them in the morning. Hmm. I think I met them, like, or maybe we met, for like, super briefly in the morning. Mm-hmm. But... So then we go to this amusement park, Lakeside, which is, it's like the super old, um, scary amusement park. But I wanted to go take pictures and we wrote a few things. No, we did go to Elitch's. You're right. Cause you thought you had hurt yourself on that drop ride on Tower of Doom or whatever it was called. Yeah. Yeah. It was at Elitch's. Sorry. So we had gone to Elitch's with your sister. And then that night you weren't feeling good. Mm-hmm. And you well, thought, at first you were like, oh, well, maybe I ate something. Well, when we were there, uh, I know we were walking around and I felt like these jabs of pain. Yeah, that's on my right. Side. That's right. And I was like, ouch. That was weird. Yeah. And then a little while later, ouch. Right. It felt like I was getting stabbed really quickly. Right. But then it was over really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, whatever, like you thought it was just like stomach pain or whatever. Because yeah. I always have stomach stuff. Yeah. Well, and we were eating bad because it's amusement park and whatever. Yeah. So then we go home, and the pain was getting worse and worse. I remember we had gone to, like, you had asked me to go to Walgreens and talk to the pharmacist and see what they recommended. I said that? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Or maybe your mom asked me to go. Maybe my mom did. And so we had we had given you, like, we couldn't figure out what to do because it was like, oh, let's give you this to make let's you go. Let's give you Tums, and, and we'll give you yeah. all this other stuff. We'll oh, my you... God. What a mess we were. So then. Pepto-Bismol. So then you were in, like, really bad pain that night at, like, 10 or 11 p.m. I remember Mm -hmm. and meanwhile this is like I had only met your mom hours before Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you were freaking out because at the time you were a student and didn't have insurance Mm -hmm. and yeah I really didn't want to have like thousands and thousands of dollars in debt so you were freaking out and your mom was like well you're a vet why don't you go to the VA right yeah I think she had somebody she worked with uh, told her to that's like, right. send me there. That's right. And so we did. I mean, I couldn't really make decisions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You I were in really bad pain. Yeah, I could bar- barely remember like being able to like say things that I thought. Yeah. I yeah. was just out of it. So then we took you to the emergency room at the VA. And I mean, they admitted you right away. And they were like, yep, that's your appendix. Like they were pretty positive like immediately it was your appendix. Oh, yeah. Didn't you, don't you have a story about how uh, they were pressing on my side to see if uh, it was that oh yeah after they admitted you <laughs> then you're in the back room and they had us they had me and your sister with you because your sister was a minor at the time so mm-hmm. we couldn't leave her alone and so they were like you're lying there on the table and she's like does that hurt you're like no does that hurt no does that hurt yes and you like leapt up off the table <laughs> like a foot off the table oh yeah and remember uh there was a story when i was getting admitted and i didn't know like my name or oh yeah like the common <laughs> questions when they're asking you like what's your mom's maiden name and i didn't know because i hadn't yeah. ever known your family <laughs> and you didn't know so thank god your sister was there because you were useless you couldn't think of phone numbers you didn't mm. know your mom's maiden name you couldn't think of your own social security number so we were like rifling through rifling through your wallet and <laughs> oh my god you were a mess oh and then they had, they made you drink the the barium because they were going to put oh, you through the so is it a cat scan or mri uh probably mri yeah whatever and then they made you drink the stuff and then something happened and they forgot and you had to drink it over again oh something happened so nasty gross like banana flavored so we were there for hours with you all the whole night and meanwhile mom hasn't heard anything back right well your mom had gone to sleep because she had to be because your mom's a nursing assistant or whatever Mm -hmm. so she had to go and be at work at like 6 a.m the next morning she had an early shift and she didn't think it was going to be anything bad. She thought it was going to be like, oh, you got the flu. So mm-hmm. we had been gone, and she was asleep. And I remember 
they kicked us out of the hospital because they were going to, um, they said that you needed to sleep before they took you in. And so they made me take your sister out and go into the car to go get some sleep. And mm-hmm. the nurse was like, well, what's your cell phone? I'll call you. And we did. So we went out, we called your mom, we told her what was going on. And she was, you know, obviously freaking out. And yeah. so she said that she would be there as soon as she can. <laughs> so we got, we slept for like an hour in the car. No, maybe like two hours. And we woke up and it was still early, like seven or 8 a.m. And we decided to go back inside and check. And they had already taken you and they never called us. <laughs> and I remember we really freaked out, whatever. So then your sister's like really freaking out. Cause she's young at the time. She was like 15, 16, maybe mm-hmm. at the time. And then, um, so we didn't know where you were. We knew that you had been admitted. We knew you were in surgery, but they didn't have any other information for us. Cause obviously she's a minor. Mm-hmm. I'm not a relative at that point. We were like dating. So they didn't give me any information. So then your mom shows up and she is freaking out because no one knows where you are. They won't tell us anything. I don't have any information. I'm this guy who she's met like not even 24 hours before driving around your minor sister. Oh my God. I can't even imagine what she must have thought. Taking her to Taco Bell. Taking her to Taco Bell. So then I remember they didn't let us see you till eight hours later. We didn't know where you were for hours. And I just remember uh, your mom decided she was going to go back to work because they verified that you were in the hospital and you were in surgery. You were going to be fine. That's what they had said. Mm -hmm. So she went back to work for the last couple hours of her shift. And then she came back. And when she came back, she was like, well, where is he? And I'm like, they still haven't let us see him because I'm not a relative. And she was a minor. And she was freaking out. And then she's like... (laughs) I remember the admitting nurse couldn't find out what room you were in because mm-hmm. there was like a shortage of beds. And then your mom, like the waterworks are going. And I just remember her mascara was <laughs> down her face. And I was just like, what did I do? Oh my God, she's going to hate me. Oh my God. <laughs> so then we finally find you and you are so doped up, but you, they had taken your appendix out. It was ruptured mm-hmm. and you were fine though. And uh, everything had gone smoothly. But... um they had to keep you for a few days because your fever wasn't going you down yeah. on its own. Normally they only keep you like another 24 hours, but they were, they told us right away, like they were going to keep you at least three days. So then it was immediately awkward because <laughs> I had gone with you to stay with your family and, and we were just planning to stay there a couple of days and then take off. Yeah. Like, I think it was just going to be like two or three days yeah. like, just to hang out. And so it was super awkward. And I remember th- I was, I remember having a conversation with your mom about like, I don't want to impose on you guys. Like, and I, I had known our friends, uh, Kevin and Chris in Denver. So I remember having conversations like, I'm not going to impose on you. I'll call them. I can figure out I'll fly home, whatever, you know? And she's like, no, no, don't do that. It's fine. Like we've got the basement room. Like you can stay on your own and it'll be fine. It was so like, I just remember like immediately thinking like that was so nice of her to offer because I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. Yeah. So, um, so I went back and I just remember it was just so, I felt so awkward. Like your mom and your stepdad and, and your sister, they were all like super awesome right off the bat. Like they had dinner with me every night and like hung out and I like ran errands with them. Like we kept our minds off of it together. And obviously like I bonded with them mm-hmm. and whatever, but I just remember like that could have been like the worst situation, but they ended up keeping you for a week. Yeah. And I was stayed at your mom's house for a week. <laughs> I had, I had known them like less than 24 hours mm-hmm. and I ended up staying with these, like a stranger in their house for a week. It was so weird. So I would go spend hours free hours with you during the hospital, in the hospital during the day. And then I would go home and I was working freelance design and I would do that at night to try and stay out of their hair. <laughs> oh, and it could have, it could have been like 
it could have just been like the most terrible situation, but luckily your family's cool. So yeah. it worked out. But that was super, yeah. that was my big sick. Yeah, that was your big <laughs> sick. And my Lord, were you ornery in the hospital? We'd go visit him and like 12 o'clock would roll around. He'd be like, oh, everybody God. shut up. Judge Marilyn Milan's going to be on. <laughs> oh my God. Or he'd be hella dopey and just like, I need to use the restroom and like pull the, cl- pull the covers <laughs> off and his like ding dong would be sticking out. <laughs> And his mom would be like, Mikey. <laughs> and his sister's like hella embarrassed. Like, oh my God, what am, what's going on? Good Lord. So that was how I met your mom and uh, and your stepdad. So luckily they were really cool. Yeah. And uh, that was, geez, nine years ago. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. I remember the day we came back. Uh, well, I got out of the hospital and we went back to the house. Uh, mm-hmm. The news was on. We turned on TV, and the news uh, showed that Michael Jackson had just died. Yeah. So that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Weird times. Yeah. Yeah. So you then, had a funny story about my dad. Too, yeah, right? that's what I was gonna say. I also had a weird story about meeting your dad. <laughs> Not as weird and like long, but we had gone like we gone for a visit for just a visit to Houston. I don't think it was that same year. I think it was like the next year, maybe. Yeah. It was a while after. Yeah. Yeah. We had been dating a while, and you wanted to go visit family in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, okay, let's go. And we flew out there, and um, I remember, like, uh, I hadn't met I hadn't met anybody on your dad's side of the family, Yeah, of course. I think he, in Texas. he invited us to dinner, but it was kind of right. late. <laughs> yeah, well, and I remember I was nervous because you were like, oh, we're going to go to dinner with my dad's family, and, like, my aunt and uncle are going to be there, yeah. and... <laughs> I don't remember who else. I remember it was a big table, but and your grandpa or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was super nervous, and uh, we went. And then like your dad didn't even care. He was just like, "Hey, what's up? Whatever." And then he was like, "Here's a margarita," <laughs> and he just kept. And then he's like, "Plot me down next to your grandpa." Who? No, I I let you sit next to. Your oh, grandpa. great! Thanks. I wanted you to be the buffer. Yeah. So <laughs> grandpa likes to talk. Yeah, your grandpa likes to talk, and so y'all sat me next to him, and then just kept feeding me margaritas for like three hours. <laughs> And I was like wasted, I think, at the end of that dinner. Oh my God. But it was fun. You, you your grandpa and I had a long conversations about stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Some deep heart to hearts about you. Yeah. But I just remember that was so funny because I was I remember I was nervous to meet your dad and the whole family at one mm-hmm. time and it was like nothing at all. They were just like, here's a margarita, calm down. Yeah. yeah. Do you and- remember meeting my parents? I remember meeting your mom. Uh, we had gone up there for Christmas, mm-hmm. and we went to say hi or to take her something. I think, mm-hmm. and uh, there wasn't anything like really weird. I think there was yeah. maybe your brother was there. Yeah. There was some other like buffer, yeah, that was there, so it wasn't really awkward or weird. Okay. Yeah. So nothing really crazy there. Okay. And then uh, your dad, I think we met him like maybe for your birthday. Yeah. But also, we had taken my ex. Well, because I think you met my dad's side, I think, before we were dating. I think yeah. we had just gone up as friends, and we hung out, like, at my birthday. Yes. Because we had gone up, like, a big friends trip, the three of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, I guess you got an easy in with my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. They had known you before we yeah. were kind of dating. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're... No, nothing really weird with yours. No big stories. No big stories, sadly. I still have all my organs. <laughs> I've lost two since. Yeah. It's because he's abusive. That's not true. Shut up. <laughs> Don't hurt me. That's why I only hit you where it doesn't show. <laughs> and make me lose <laughs> organs. Well, you have your own insurance. It's fine. 
I can't grow them, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so I know you did some kind of looking up about uh, kind of tips, I think, for meeting parents or whatever, right? Yeah, so I was looking uh, up some information about uh, <laughs> how to kind of steer away from the awkward or how to lessen the awkwardness of the meeting the parents. So not how, how basically how to not be Ben Stiller? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Let's 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 hear. Them. Maybe maybe I did some of these or or failed miserably. So uh, first of all, like do some research. Okay. So go social media. Mm-hmm. Check them out. Check out their pages. Don't be super stalker, but yeah. you know, get some information. Okay. Oh, mom likes to to knit, or dad uh-huh. likes to fish. Uh huh. Um, yeah, anything I that didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Anything like that, you can get. Uh, ask your your partner like hey is there anything i should know mm-hmm. like kind of get that information beforehand so you have some uh points to like jump off of when you're actually together right um and also help you avoid faux pas and clue clue you into the topics that you can relate to okay um like set up a meeting place so when you set up the meeting place mm-hmm. if it's either going to be dinner at their place or um like a coffee shop yeah or a place to have dinner yeah which uh was recommended to have it not at one of y'all's places, but oh, to have it somewhere else, oh. because then it gives you an out, like a neutral ground, with exactly a, an escape hatch, neutral ground. Is that why we met your stepmom at Starbucks right before the wedding? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's because she wanted a latte. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I set up a meeting with a clear beginning, middle, and end. Okay, so you can t- uh, preframe it and say, "Hey, mom, dad, or you know whoever, yeah, say, hey, we have you know two hours max, and we have to go do X." thing i guess that works if you live near your family yeah but like that wouldn't don't. work if it was like hey mom we're coming to denver i have two hours for lunch with you <laughs> that doesn't sound weird at no, all no 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 okay. i mean our situation was a little different yeah but, but i get it uh yeah if you can try to negotiate that because okay. then if it's super awkward or there you know right. anything weird then you can get out of that yeah. then it's like you only have to make it another 41 minutes yeah <laughs> okay cool and you in my case up- you only have to make it another five days <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you had Sonic to help you. Yeah, that's your true. Days. Your sister and I bonded, man. We went to Sonic and probably Taco Bell every single day for a week while you were in the hospital. And we played video games. Oh. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. you bonded. Yeah. All right. What else? Um, bring a gift. Okay. So if you're going out, you can take a, you know, depending where you're going to go, you can take a bottle of wine. Mm. Uh, of course, you did your research. So you know what kind they would appreciate. Sure. Uh Take some flowers for mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to their house, same thing. You can take some flowers. Uh, if they're doing dinner, you can see about taking a. You can ask if they could, uh, if you can bring an appetizer or mm-hmm. some part of the meal. Mm-hmm. Um, if dad's there, maybe you know we can take him his favorite whiskey or mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, just try to tailor it to what they would like and gotcha. appreciate. Okay. Um, PDA. Yeah. So try to minimize it. Yeah, duh. Yeah, I mean it's a common sense thing, but you know, anybody who's watched Father of the Bride knows that that's a no no. <laughs> but yeah, keep it PG thirteen. No, PG. Uh-huh. PG thirteen. PG. PG. Yeah. PG. PG. Parental guidance. Yeah. Uh, don't be fake. Okay. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exhausting to be <laughs> fake and put up fronts. Yeah. And they'll see through it. Mm-hmm. So you just want to be yourself. Yeah. Uh, dress up. Don't be all... Dress up. Now, that's interesting. 
well, if you're going out to a restaurant or whatever, you dress up a little bit. No, but okay. don't like get in a tux and whatnot. All right. You have to read what your situation is going to be. Yeah. And dress accordingly for that. Okay. Um, you don't want to be all wrinkly and, you know. Yeah. It's your first impression, so you want to make the best one. Okay. Um, compliment and be helpful. Okay. So if you go to their house, um, you can compliment them on, you know, something that you genuinely like. Like, oh, that decor is really awesome. Or... Mm-hmm. The food was really great, or mm-hmm. I really enjoyed like this aspect of whatever you had here. Good example. <laughs> Thanks. I enjoy this aspect over here. I enjoyed this gravy. What's the recipe? No, but I mean that, that kind is of, something you would say. Yeah, it was something I would say. Yeah, but then it shows that you're interested in them and Got it. gives you points to chat off, chat about. Okay, small talk. Um, you want to dodge help. Um, hot button issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do the best you can to not bring up like politics or yeah. anything that will cause any friction or conflict right. in your conversations. Right. And if you if they bring it up, you can try your best to just acknowledge, just mm-hmm. listen, uh, and then find a way to backtrack from that conversation or to like jump off into something else. Yeah. yeah. You can l- giggle or. <laughs> And say, you know, I don't know how to answer that right, or right. whatnot. But try not to engage with that okay. in your first meeting. Um, and let's see. Yeah, basically, like, deflect if mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. And ask them, some, ask them some questions. Okay. So you want to get them engaged. You want to um, uh, find out more information about them so it looks like you're genuinely – I mean, not that it looks like – but be genuine and mm-hmm. ask them questions that you want to know about. Yeah. Like, uh, how did they meet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how you know if there's a picture of the family like ask Mm -hmm. about the family members yeah um like i know we saw your grandpa's picture earlier at Uh your dad's house yeah and we asked about it like oh like what is this who are Mm -hmm. these people yeah all that and that can create those conversations and um get those relationship building yeah i find it's also fun to ask like what was your partner like as a kid Hmm. that can also be a fun one too because then it gets like (laughs) stories going and people kind of let their guard down sometimes when they're telling stories and then they bust out the videos. Yeah, at Christmas time. And then we get to embarrass you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, those are some of the main things that I found. So I noticed that make sure your partner is going to lose an internal organ within the first twenty four hours wasn't on that list. No, it wasn't on that list. So we did this wrong, is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Crap. We did. <laughs> well, I guess it worked out because it's been nine years so far. Oh my god, that's so long. Well, it's because we're old. Uh, Speaking of old, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Because it's your birthday today. It is my birthday today. Yeah. Can we make the episode short? Yeah, I think we can. Enjoy some birthday sleep. You had a lot of birthday this weekend. (laughs) I did. It was fun. Um, Yeah, that was good. So those are good tips. Mm -hmm. Do you have any others? Do you have any others? Um, I don't know. I would say maybe like put on deodorant and brush your teeth would be good. That's part of the dress up. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's see. What else? I would say... I'd say it's like good to take note of things like uh, things that your partner's family likes because that can make it easier later. Uh, give me examples. So like um, like when I was hanging out with your mom, I really I noticed pretty immediately like where she likes to shop. And those are, those are some places I like to shop, too. So now it makes it easy because when we go there, we're like, hey, let's go to Kohl's or whatever. It's mm-hmm. on the Kohl's cash or whatever. So noting stuff like that that can just kind of make it easier later too mm-hmm. and the other step too is 
I mean, you know, you talked about being helpful. Um, I think that's a big one too. Like you don't want to seem like a loser that's coming over and just getting a free meal or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't mention like the part about being helpful. If you're at their house, like yeah. offer to clean up, um, pick up things like, yeah. uh, I think some, <laughs> so <laughs> I was looking at different, uh, articles mm-hmm. and one was like from the, like, this is how you should, or things to do when you meet your, your boyfriend's like family. Uh-huh. And then I saw the flip side of this is what you should do when you meet your girlfriend's family. Yeah. I was noticing that too. Yeah. For like, I felt bad because a lot of them, like particularly when it was written at women, uh-huh. a lot of it was around appearance and how you're like supposed to appear. Hmm. And that's pretty shitty to me if you think about it. Yeah. Like you should just be yourself because your partner likes you for you, mm-hmm. not how you're going to come off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus like the guys ones were basically just like, don't fuck this up for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the guys ones that I saw, I saw a few of them and it was all like, be sure to like get the mater d like to have him slip you the bill before the end which is funny because i read another article that said don't do that <laughs> yeah but i was like how many people know what a mater d is yeah right i didn't even know it was spelled that way right is there a mater d at applebee's <laughs> if you're going to applebee's for your first meetup <laughs> probably it's not gonna go well. where do we go for dinner that one night where with your dad uh <gasps> Mm, so good the best burrito i've ever had yeah maybe because i had three or four margaritas in, in your mouth minutes. yeah <laughs> shut up it's so good that's what you said oh man yeah mm-hmm. well these are some good tips and uh you know i'm glad that we don't have to do that again mm-hmm. <laughs> what if we had to do it again that would be weird that would be because weird. we've been together nine years <laughs> <laughs> what if i would have died that would have been super Oh, my super God. Don't even talk about awkward. that. Why would you even say that? Can you imagine that? No, I can't imagine. That would be horrible. <laughs> would have been we were hella scared. <laughs> oh, God. You're the worst sometimes. I know. All right. That's well, what? Nothing. Yeah. Well, this week was interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of fun to take a little walk down memory lane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Took some cues from the, the big sick. Yeah. It's funny because as I was you know, walking through the story again... There are a lot of similarities from that story to ours. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it makes me kind of wonder about um, how many couples get together around like a sort of emergency or a tragic event like that. Mm-hmm. Although in the movie Speed, Sandra Bullock said that relationships that start under extreme circumstances <laughs> don't work out. <laughs> Sandra Bullock, I say you're wrong. Well, she wasn't with Keanu in the next one, right? That's right. Hmm. Maybe it's only in the movie world. Let's hope so. <laughs> Either that or maybe we should just never get on a big boat. <laughs> that might go on cruise control. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. So what did we learn, Steve? What did we learn, Mike? I feel like uh, basically the takeaway here is that meeting your significant other's parents is always going to be awkward. Mm-hmm. Um. It can be a funny story later. Could be. Even if they think that you're abusing your spouse. <laughs> or even if your partner is losing an internal organ. It can be a good story later. It can be. And everybody's nervous about it. So just be yourself. Be mm-hmm. respectful. Don't mess it up. <laughs> and uh, and you'll go from there. Yeah. All right. Well, should we just kind of take it home from here? Let's take it home. All right. Who's the music by? 
<laughs> our music for the show is by Audie Goldstein and Dimitri Vanoff. And the opening vocal is by our great friend, Chad Conselmo. Thanks, Chad. Thanks so much this week to our friend Jeremy for sharing his story about meeting the parents. We won't uh, pitch it to your uh, in-laws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, subscribing, liking, all that junk. We really, really appreciate it. Love hearing from you guys. Let us know what you think. And until next week, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.